from Quite the Thing Media. Hello there and welcome back to another episode of What a Maneuver. We're a two-man team tonight as the West Hollywood Blondes have got something else on. So it's myself, Mr Craig Thright, and joining me is a man recently released from a nearby medical facility. The Nash to my hall is Big Sexy Kev Armstrong. Kev, how are you doing? I'm all right, mate. Um, yes, I had a, an overnight in a local medical facility well on the way to recovery. Um, you're going to subject me to, I was going to say some modern wrestling, but we're going to watch a match in the background feel like something's due from 2013, and that's actually quite disgusting that that's nearly 10 years old. It's frightening, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And um, for, well, there's, there's a tag match, but there's a corner man as well, and um, the five wrestlers, um, are still relevant, <laughs> incredibly. Um, so I think we'll kick off with this um, with this watch along, shall we? Um, we are going to WWE Battleground 2013 um, in the October. It's so feel free to fire up the cock. We're going to go to um, one hour. 8 minutes and 22 seconds, or it has got a, a partition now that you can just click on. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, the Rhodes Brothers, C- Cody and Goldust, um, accompanied by the late, great Dusty Rhodes, against The Shield, with uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, with Dean Ambrose, the reigning US champion at the time, now known as John Moxley in AEW. Um, yeah, nine, almost nine years. Frightening. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely frightening. And it's topical. Um, Cody has made his return to WWE, and I am eating hats and humble pie because A, of the reaction, and B, the booking. It's um, They've been very clever, um, putting them up on the mic and in the ring with um, two heels that are somewhat annoying, so you would have to really go some to then get a negative reaction. Um, he's been interfacing with Rollins, obviously, at WrestleMania. They're going to meet again at Backlash. Um, and um, he, the previous week on Raw, he was uh, at a segment with Miz, which is... Oh, I don't know. Sixteen years of Miz. It's it's like so much of the roster that he's there, hasn't he? Um, Yeah. It's I don't know. It's for me it's back in the day we used to call X Pack Heat. Um but he must be doing something right to retain employment. So with that in with that in mind Onto the network, WD Battleground 2013, 1 hour, 8 minutes, 22 seconds, and we'll go 3, 2, 1, and play. And the classic... The entrance is always so quite good, isn't it? It's brilliant. It's just even the beats in it, the doo-doo, And of course, it's their uh, reigning tag champions. No, they've no, they, no, they've lost the belts by then. It's only, oh no, they are tag champions. Oh no, they are tag. There's no chance I'm remembering 2013. No. Uh, who, who the champions was after about WrestleMania 26, and I sort of switched off. Um, yeah, that's when they unified at the Hart Dynasty, um, which was when we got the debut of the Usos. But yeah, this is a non-title match. Um, the authority era's effect. The stipulation is that um, 
Cody and Goldust will be reinstated should they win, but if not, they are gone forever and Dusty loses his um loses his position at NXT. Um, I watched a wee bit of the interview before this, and it's quite funny because like Cody's playing like the straight baby face. You've got Dusty Rhodes being Dusty Rhodes, and then you've got Goldust being the weird sort of son. And they're like, <laughs> we're not the perfect family. And just to that, Goldust sort of goes, now, <clears throat> they sort of, was this about the time where they sort of really messed up Cody's booking? Because he was, was it a ladder match he was in for Sandy or was that just after this? Because you need to keep me right because my timeline's a bit messed I up. Think, I think, from what I remember, he seemed to, he seemed to turn um, face out of nowhere. This. He sort of challenged Triple H and Steph or whatever wrongness they were doing. This was um, the one where um, Dusty went off script and put his hand up to shoosh. Um, <laughs> Steph, before shoosh was a thing. <laughs> um, I know, because I, see, I just remember that, the, like, Cody was always just there for me, and then he done the ladder match with Sandow when they turned him. And did Sandow no win it, like, throw him off, and, like, so you got yeah. behind Cody. And then <clears throat> after that, it's just sort of, they, they messed it up. It's just like, how can you drop that ball? Because people were really buying Cody for like the first time. I know he was in like Legacy and whatnot, but for the first time, people were actually buying into him and sort of saying, right, okay, we, this guy, we quite like him. He was always getting a wee dirt, dusty rub. Um, but then I just I messed it up. Yeah, they had the, he had the, the obviously the, the debut of Holly, then Legacy, and then the, the dashing Cody Rhodes into the Intercontinental match. Um, at WrestleMania, Jesus Christ, try to think, uh, 28, ten years, 10 years ago with the big show. Pardon me? Um, ah, you brought back the, the, uh, the, the white classic. They went on to do the Rhodes Brothers tag team sort of thing. Um, do you remember they kept losing? Yeah. And was it... Um, it was Stardust by this point. And like, I always thought, because remember they sort of done the gimmick where they kept losing um, and did they not try like different tag team partners? Yeah. Or like Goldust. Cody thought it was a week. Like, I always thought that it was quite straightforward to like sort of come out and say, actually, brother, I'm not the weak link in this team. It's you that's the weak link. And then you get your brother versus brother match at WrestleMania, which yeah. I think from an they, all they gave it out. A- Two thousand fifteen on the February pay per view, which really upset them. You know, I mean, you could have just have prolonged that for a another month and had it at Mania, but oh, there's Dusty getting the belt off. So, it's crazy to think that. What would you say it was nine years later? Moxley is obviously in AEW doing okay. He's in with Daniel Bryan and stuff like that. Seth has had more characters and I don't know who Cody's obviously changed quite a bit but it's realistically going back to uh, I wouldn't say a baby face character, it's an American nightmare now um, and Roman has just sort of really found himself you would say over this last title run with the sort of bloodline and stuff like that yeah yeah but and what, what do we always say when you really imagine it's just sort of Roman with the the volume turned up to 11. Pretty much, it's, isn't it? Uh, it's not, you, you would sort of, it's not a totally different character from what you imagine Roman Reigns to be like. I'm not saying he's a hero in real life, but like, he doesn't have a ridiculous laugh. He doesn't dress up in face paint or anything like that. You just imagine that that's, that's a guy with obviously the volume turned up a wee bit. Um, big, big much. Yeah. I'm, I'm from a, I'm from a, a wrestling royal family. And we talked about this in the previous one, you know, like the, the sound bite when Cody comes out, there's more than one is it royal family that he uses. Uh, but you know, yeah. you've got the Anawahis. Um we're uh, we're still looking forward for when um, Steiner gets released and 
Man, I tell you what, if we can get one more match, one more like, you know, Hall, if you hear me, and, and Uncle Scott coming out. Well, I need to watch NXT, because the last time I watched it, yeah. I got kidnapped and put in a cage. Um, but I've missed an episode since then, I have to dip in and see what's happening. Um, I I'm not good things about NXT, yeah. Yeah, I definitely prefer Cody in the, the long tights as opposed to the... He always looked very small. There used to be a thing years ago that, like, if you wanted to be WWE champion, you couldn't wear long tights. Always had to be the trunks. Um, you think, like, Sheik, Hogan, uh, Savage was... Short tights, when not he wore them? Yeah. Um, who else has he got? Warrior, of course. Warrior. Slaughter would have been... Slaughter would have Warrior. been... Warrior. I just thought it was a gimmick, wouldn't he? Um, and, the, and then you went... Then you went oh, who else? Then you had Taker. Um, and then you're back to Taker. Flair. And then Savage wins at wearing long tights for the second time at WrestleMania 8. Long tights. I think it was probably an 80s thing. Um, and then of course you're into your Brett, Sean, Diesel. Well, back when I suppose he wore short ones, but again he was he was an eighties guy in the nineties, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure a superstar Billy Graham was long tights when he had it in the seventies. Oh, you can check out my image of Billy Graham as long tights, but um, yeah, you know it's like back then it could so easily have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruno would have been short tights as well. Yeah. Um, again, I imagine Bruno San Martino with purple tights on for some reason. I have no idea why that's like the one photo. You know, WWE doing this is like one photo of a, of a guy before Hulk Hogan. Um, yeah, so I uh, I know I think Cody looks better. Don't obviously you could be sort of chicken legs. Uh, I used to, and he, he used to have no knee pads either, which made yeah. it even worse. I was quite like that Seth Rollins look. I thought that helped him stand out. Yeah. His own hair colour. Yeah, because if not, it's different to Roman Reigns pigmentation. Um, and like when the shield split up, I think that harmed Roman Reigns because he kept like the shield look. You know what I mean? He <laughs> he came out to shield music. Um, obviously with the Sagera Hotel, blah blah blah, but the Shield music, he done the same moves, he wore the same outfit as we are what was it, Ambrose went on he went on to the vest, didn't he? The vest yeah, and the jeans. Um I, I went on to, No. I tell you what, you talk about you talk about tag team splitting and one part are keeping the same music and the same attire. Nineteen ninety one Heart Foundation splits. Brett keeps the same outfit, keeps the same music, and will have that blooming pyjama taxi. Oh, the taxi outfit we own, the yeah. <laughs> uh, new foundation. Yeah. Funny, I was thinking, did Marty Gennetti know keep the rockers music? Marty Gennetti kept the rockers music. Um, but then again, I don't think the heartbreak kid could have came running out to the rockers music. It'd be quite funny what Sherry No, was. exactly, I Sean. Um, oh, that's always a great spot when uh, when Dustin does that and he misses the misses the crossbody goes clean out. Both of us missed. I mean, you know, it's a small thing, right? But I still much prefer the ring post. Most of those daft sort of advertising things that WWE have got just now. Yeah, I think they were first introduced for. WrestleMania 29 in New York because they had built-in heaters, and then they decided, ah. and then they decided to um, decided to put like the advertising gimmicks around them. Yeah, I guy. Mean, I, I always thought, like, obviously Roman decides, right? Um, I always thought Ambrose was quite decent in the Shield. Like he was sort of, I always thought he would have been the sort of Joker-like character. Um, I just, I never got him once he went, once he went solo. Um, 
The, no, I. We talk about the Austin interview. In fact, he was watching AEW um, Dynamite from last week, and they've got the the Blackpool Fight Club, um, led by Regal with Daniel Bryan. They've just recruited Wheeler Utah, and he's Ambrose is in the background doing his his Looney Tune routine. This yeah. thing, you just can't connect with them. Um, which is, or I can't. Um, but no, I just I, I don't I don't really get it. Uh, get Ambrose or or Moxley, but you know he's he's been a world champion in both AEW and WWE, so he must be doing something, right? Really, like I. I remember listening to him on Jericho's podcast. Um, I can remember vividly listening to the interview with Jericho, and I thought, "Well, this guy is actually quite—he's been held down. He's got a lot going for him." That it was just—I think it was just before he was announced to go to AEW. This guy's got a lot about him. This is really, really quite interesting. And then just when he got there, it was just like, nope, and just. They started doing all these sort of death matches and fighting Japanese legends and whatnot, and you're like, nah, this is not really for me, this sort of uh, presentation and stuff like that. Um, there's a real loss move. Yeah. Was it was Yeah. To do that, the sort of sent on Splash show. A lot. It's one of those moves never going to work. It was always on my wrestler on um, like SmackDown versus Raw, but it was I always had that in March, not that one. Yeah, I used to always try to have ones that I could realistically perform. You know, being of the the Chris Benoit height. Um, <laughs> it's a rest hold. It's not a rest hold. Mention Chris Benoit when it's like a chokehold. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. We uh, discussed that Cornets podcast this week. Rest holds. Yeah. <laughs> and how it's a term only used by the sort of marks. Well, we we've had this conversation before. It's like in all our years watching um, WWF, WWE. How many times have you heard the t- the terms face and heel? Um, but I can only remember it being Cena with the the tongue in cheek. You know, I could do my heel turn before. Brock yeah. Turned, and that's. Crikey, that's 10 years ago. And that's the only time, whereas on AEW it seems to be a weekly occurrence. It's um, it's it's almost like it's a show that's wrote for 10% of the actual wrestling audience. It's for the... Wrote for Marks by Marks. Yeah. But we have been accused of going on our high horses. Ah, hot tag. Great entrance. You kinda, yeah, you kind of beat a good hot tag. Hot tag, springboard drop kick, younger brothers in. Oh, this is always a good one. Bob stole that from Bob Holly. Oh, and another one. There's something that you could say every day. He stole that from Bob Holly. It was yeah. Alabama Slam. Spinning Alabama Slam. That's what killed my cat. Uh, again, it's such a basic move. I mean, it's not. Well, I must say, it's not one of the moves I wouldn't mind taking. That that looks quite. What else have we got? And of course, this is before Cody's neck tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't been made to be covered up yet. I'm 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 actually really intrigued. I mean, I'm I'm shocked with the you know the Cody chance and that because I I thought he was muscle gonna, buster. I thought he was going to get booed out the building. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're being dead clever because I mean Rollins is probably the second or third worst thing on Monday Night Raw behind the Miz and the twenty four seven title. Um, I had the misfortune of seeing that segment for, for the wedding. 
for whatever it was, and I'm like, oh, this is so bad, man. This is a far, far cry from Stone Cold Steve Austin causing chaos. Um, oh, dusty. Legends over a 24-hour title does, does not make sense. It's just like, I tell you as well, like they still they claim like Sasha Banks is one of the top women, and she's standing there. And just, yeah, dusty with the belt it's, off. It's just cool. like, you wouldn't have Charlotte Flair standing there or Ron Rousey. I mean, it's a it's a whole podcast show. Um, great great save there by Dustin, uh, but it's a whole podcast show. WWE weddings. They're absolute turgid. <laughs> what was the last good one? The only one I, I don't think, I don't think there actually has been a good one. And it's a uh, Macho Man and Liz. Macho Man Liz. <laughs> the Lita Kane one was quite funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Billy and Chuck. No, <laughs> I'll try. Triple H Stephanie, I think, would be quite, I uh, remember being quite um, out there at the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another... <laughs> it's like soap opera weddings as well. And the brothers, the Rhodes family are all happy. Yeah, so it never kicked on for them. I mean, I know um, because they also kind of mess us up, surely. Oh, oh, they could. By by, in just eight <laughs> months later, Cody is stardust. In fact, they'd even dropped. Try to think what you. They won the tag. They won the titles, and then dropped them to the New Age Outlaws in the pre-show at the Rumble. You know, that was a random New Age Outlaws comeback, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very random. I mean, it was fun. It's like, who doesn't love that entrance? But it's like, okay. This is well, it was 2014, so they'd won the titles at the Rumble. That's um, the, the, the last pay per view for Punk. Punk walks out a couple of weeks later, they're in Chicago. Then know they're going to get the ferocious CM. That hijack raw, wasn't it? Yeah, and um, they started the show with the Usos beating the New Age Outlaws to give you know, the crowd the, hey, we're a good wrestling promotion. We've just given you a title change. Huh. Um. <laughs> ah, that would have been hijack raw. I'm sure it was probably trending on Twitter about that time, if I remember correctly. Amazing things that come back to you when you do these shows and we just start doing one of these random tangents we go off on. Always a good spot. The rosters. Oh, we've got the New Day. We've got the Usos. We've got Brodus Clay. (laughs) Dolph Ziggler. IRS, Aaron Anderson. Gosh, the amount of people that are still on the roster. Santino's there. Matt Cardona, Justin Gabriel. Matt Cardona, he's doing a lot of that. Deathmatch stuff now, isn't he? Oh, he's just trolling. It's brilliant. He's got the ECW TV title. He's the NWA World um, Champion as well. Um, I, I, I can remember when he won the IC belt. They did this sort of story where blah, 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 I won the IC belt at WrestleMania and there's no drop at the next night or something. You're like, oh, what's the point in that, lad? Was right, he, get behind thing. Well, it's even the, it's the year before this uh, one that we're watching where you had um, was a TLC pay-per-view. So by the end of that, you had Punk was the champion. Daniel Bryan was the world champion. Zack Ryder was a US champion. That's when they had you know Kane pushing a wheelchair bound Ryder off the stage. In fact, that's the famous picture where it's... Um, oh, Punk is world champion. Bryan's... Uh, Punk's W champion, Brian's world champion, Ryder's US champion, Cody's intercontinental champion, Kofi Kingston and um, Matt Seidel. Oh, 
Evan Bourne. Evan Bourne are the tag champs. Beth Phoenix is the diva. But yeah, this was like the future of the WWE. And most of them are still very active, and that's 10 years later. Christ. I've kept this playing, and The Miz is on the, pre, is on the pre-show panel with... Is Albert Tensai then, or whatever? And Titus. Oh, remember, remember as well, they brought him back, and it was like a big build-up. It was like week one, they could like, man servant came out, and took ages for his entrance, and then by like week four, he was just standing in the ring waiting to job for somebody. Um, I'm sure they brought him back to face Cena, and just, he'd been Albert for far too long. But he'd been, he'd been over like Rover. He'd been over like Rover in in Japan as uh, Giant Bernard with uh, Carl Anderson. That's, That's another right. one to drop the ball with as well. I mean, they should have brought the Good Brothers in like Nash and Hall. Okay, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that the the Good Brothers are the next coming of the Midnight Express or anything like that. But ah, again, there's nothing, nothing. Them. I mean, they were sort of tossed about for a while, weren't they? And then they were put with AJs, the, the original club or something that just really went nowhere. And you're like, okay, you're actually going to try and put a wee bit of effort in your tag division? Yeah, i.e., you, te- you have a proper team, build a division around them. But we're not going down this line. Not all tag teams can be the FTR, recently awarded the six stars by. Wrestling lunatic Dave Meltzer. They're faces now, aren't they? Hmm? They're faces now. FDR. Yeah. Um, I've not, like I said before we started recording, I've not watched a lot since Mania. Um, I've kept up to date, so, uh, and I know WWE are interested in bringing them back. And it's, um, I think before we, we started recording, we were discussing it, and it's like, would you go back to WWE after the way you were? Sort of terribly mismanaged and misbooked. I know you haven't been given the sort of best run in the AEW, but would you go back? And, and what was your point you made? I think if the booking's done the way that they've been booking Cody so far, um, you know, WWE's always been a, a second chance um, promotion, so I'd say so. If they've got the right people booking them um, and they make it a proper tag division, then absolutely. Well, we, we discussed this before, and it's like, if you look at people's WWE title run, right, or their first title run, did we discuss it on a pod, or was it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and remember how we were spoken about how, like, sometimes it's a second or third title run that they actually catch fire. I don't even think that's exclusive to WWE. I think Flair's first title run at the NWA was a flop as well. You know, it's. Uh, I think it's. I think you've got to go through that. That proving yourself that I'm at that level, and then by the second one, yes, now I belong at it, and that's why you you often have like one hit wonders like Tommy Rich or you know class. You know, and okay, there was always politics involved with NWA booking and which territory guy wanted their one. Bray Wyatt's coming out right now. I must, I must say, right, I did enjoy the Bray Wyatt gimmick. I thought he was far superior to the Fiend, and that's one of those gimmicks that I'd love to have seen in the Attitude Era. The cult leader with his followers. I thought that could have done brilliantly in the well, Era, we, but we talked, it was done badly. We talked about this before. It's like, well, this show's October 2013. By the next WrestleMania, his first. Uh, yeah, it's his first WrestleMania because uh, he never appeared at Husky Harris. He jobs out to Cena. By his next WrestleMania, he jobs out to Undertaker. By the next WrestleMania, after that, he, him and his gang are beaten up by Rock and Cena. The WrestleMania after that, he's dropping the title to Orton. It's why aren't we making new stars? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Did Cena really need that win at WrestleMania 30 when you already knew the goal moment was there with, you know, Brian and the Yes movement? 
Luke, the late great John Huber, Luke Harper, and the most recent addition to Tony's toy box, Eric Rowan. I say the most recent addition, crikey. Um, maybe if it was like a month ago, I think he's he's bought a wrestling promotion since then. Did I, did I show you the, the meme that somebody put up on Twitter and it was like Tony Khan, like a, week, a young child with apples? And taking like a bite at like six or seven apples and then just start the new one. And on the apples, it's like all the wrestlers' names uh, like Keith Lee, Samoa Joe, um, all this. So I was like, that is very, very apt because. <laughs> well, I was, I was in a group, a group chat um, on Discord and um, they were talking about AEW booking. And I said, have you ever seen the episode, the South Park episode? Uh, where they rip the piss out of Family Guy and show how Family Guy is written and it's just balls that are collected by um, manatees. <laughs> it's like, pick pick random wrestler's name, pick storyline, there you go. And, oh, my word. I, I want AEW to do well. It's a promotion I want to see. And there's, but sometimes I'm just like, what the hell? Um, last episode of Dynamite was Samoa Joe, who I think is gold, in a chopping match with some Japanese fella for the Ring of Honor secondary title. It's um. Minoru Suzuki. What I will say is, AEW's titles sound a lot more realistic than the SmackDown title or the Raw one. Yeah, um, Samojo, I love Samojo and TNA. Um, the angle with him and Kurt Angle, absolutely brilliant, man. Um, the Joe's going to kill you chant still one of my favourite wrestling chants. That was just brilliant. Even uh, his, his WWE entrance, you know, and it's just, you know, it's a, he's walking to the ring, he's like, business is going to pick up, and he just, between injury or whatever, he just... Uh, whatever. You're right. Remember the did they not fire him, bring him back, give him a title, and then he never wrestles again. Like, uh, after he was a commentator and a poncho at WrestleMania getting soaked. Yes. Yeah. So resident lunatic Dave Meltzer gave this Ring of Honor match four and a quarter stars and oh my god, it is absolutely terrible. It's basically Joe against a Japanese guy that looks like he's about sixty. Just chopping each other. Um, sorry, the guy was born in 1968, so that makes him 53. Um, yeah, poor Joe. But there is an audience that likes that. Meltzer's meltdowns recently have been absolutely comedy gold. Um, he got very annoyed that um, UFC spelt Tony Khan's name wrong. Uh, I've seen that. What did they say? JR was like an AEW commentator and Tony Khan was what was he listed as? Like the Jaguars? Co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, to be honest, it was very nice of Tony to use JR as like a walking advertising board by making him wear his AEW jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Probably still remember JR wearing those raw jackets back in like 97, remember like the red and black ones? Um, I, uh, mm, I, Tony Khan and Dave Mills, so that's a, a rather strange relationship. Um, I, think, I think he might even factor, factor in the producers of Dark Side of the Ring into that relationship as well. Um, I would say Conrad, but I don't really think Conrad's going to have much to do with Dark Side of the Ring now after the plane ride from Hell episode. Nah, um, oh, that's another bit of news. Did you see Ric Flair was, I was looking at today that he released a video of him training in the ring. Yeah, and it's like, please don't. <laughs> you, you were lucky to still be getting that WrestleMania send-off 14 years ago. And you pissed all over that with the Hulkamania tour and your, the TNA run. It's like, but in other news, in other news, back to, back to SmackDown. 
is Lacey Evans after um, after having a baby. Yes, which in the storyline was going to be Ric Flair's. Well, I must say on retirement, right? I have um, nothing again to me, right? It's like I view wrestling retirements like football retirements, right? So, like uh, for example. Roy Keane retired from football, right? I'm using him because he was on the telly last night. I'm not saying that he can't ever play a charity football match or play a game a year. So I I don't expect him to ever really sort of retire full-time. So I don't mind him coming back for one-off matches here or there. I have no big issue with that. Well, um, they've still got to make money. Aye. I have, to, I have no issue with um, There's a difference between sort of coming back and doing like what Austin just did at WrestleMania. Um, or doing the telephone did for years, and that's retire every single year for the last ever match until somebody picks up the phone and offers him a check. So and and advertises it as such. Yeah, I see, I've no issue with again. Let's pick somebody. Mick Foley has retired from wrestling, right? He got his big send off, but then he comes back a year later to do a special match with Randy Orton. Now, of course, we all know that Mike Foley came out of retirement literally <laughs> a couple of weeks later for the next pay-per-view. Um, but no, I don't get hung up as some people as wrestling retirements to say if, if somebody wants to take a break. Uh, and again, I'll say take a break as in like if they want to retire and then have like what happened with Savage. Remember Savage? What the retirement match? And then everybody wanted him to come back. That that was fine. That was fine. Um, but uh, if you if you go through telephone can retire like twelve times in twelve years, then uh, you're milking it a wee bit. Yeah, and you bring a very good point because WWE have announced they are going to do a stadium show in Cardiff. Now. I'm betwixt between whether I'm going to travel to the other end of the UK to see it. If it was four years ago and you had a sort of legends storyline, which they had with Triple H and Undertaker in Australia, which then led to Shawn Michaels' return um, in Saudi, I would be there like nothing on earth. If it's just going to be a glorified house show, I'm not sure I'm going to go. I spent far too many £15 in the 90s and noughties on the insurrection pay-per-views and capital carnage <laughs> to see a hardcore title change. <laughs> um, oh, I, think, I think we all remember the, the famous British Bulldog, remember? Where was my total shot um, when he threw the bin at Stephanie? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I know I see what you're saying. It's like uh, I too, I remember. I mean, we never we never had to pay for pay for views back then. Um, now we could argue that we'll pay a lot just now if we've got the network. But that was novel for us paying. What was it, fifteen twenty quid? Like you say. Yeah. Um, I remember going round. There was like six or seven of us went around my friend's house in 98 for Capital Carnage. Was that the one where Vinnie Jones was involved and pushed the boss man? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I, we were there. I mean, again, you weren't as uh, you weren't switched on in the business. We realistically thought that maybe somebody could win a title or something could happen. Um, alas, not. <laughs> The year before you'd had the one night only where yeah. um, uh, Bulldog dropped, dropped the European title to, to Sean. Yeah. Uh, yep, the greatest of all time won the European belt in Europe. Um, rather controversially. That was a hot crowd. That was a very hot crowd because <laughs> you, uh, you didn't expect Build all to be losing when he said Lane is pretty much his own pay per view, did he? I don't think he'd ever lost in Europe, or, or certainly never lost lost in the UK shows. And go back to like 
UK rampages and battle royals at the, the Royal Albert Hall. And, you know, when you dedicate the match to your sister that's dying of cancer and have her walk out to the ring with you, only to be subjected to basically a four-on-one assault with Rick Rude, China and Triple H at ringside. And you're sat there going, where the hell's Britain going? An anvil. I, it didn't make the Heart Foundation come off the best, did it? Yeah, it's like, they're sat there, Diana's in the ringside, it's like, what are you doing, are you in the shower? <laughs> they were clearly watching the TVs at the wrong angle, as they always seem to do. Uh, the famous picture of Brett, like, sort of, <laughs> body facing the camera, and telly turned at, like, 90 degrees. To... Well, is it one where they did a, a European title versus IC title not long after that? And um, the referee got knocked out, and then he just had Brett sprinting. Go, this is my chance to get Michaels. It's like <laughs> that was that was actually well done. I'm going down my '97 wormhole because after we did our watch along for the um, WrestleMania 13, Austin versus Michaels, um, I've just kept on watching Raw and the subsequent pay per views. I'm like, oh my god, how was this getting beaten in the ratings wars? Uh, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, 97 is, is my favourite year. Um, and like the Raws are, they say two hours, right? But it's not really two hours, it's like an hour and a half. Three years, something like that, yeah. Aye. Um, aye, it's, there's, and, and they fly by. Um, I know it sounds ridiculous, it's only, realistically, if you think about the adverts, right? It's probably only another half hour, 40 minutes of actual programming, because the majority of it is ads, ah. but the difference it makes, and just I mean, we, we could debate Russo and his booking and stuff, but like 97, 98, well Russo, Russo really get in late 97, early 98? Late late 97, he got in uh, because... It was still Corny and Bruce that was sort of booking the the early to mid 97 stuff. Yeah. I, th- I don't think that, I don't think the talent had more of a say in what they were doing as well, um, and you know you're looking at Austin said before that roster ninety seven through ninety nine is a Hall of Fame roster. Yeah. Um, and I, I watching it, you're like, wow, it's. I, I need to actually. We talked about doing this year uh, about a year ago, like to start like doing like the dual watch-alongs and the same what was happening on Nitro at this point in time, um, just to try and, you know, see how they were, how such a well, product was... Well, let, let's do that, right? Next show, if it's, even if it's just me and you, if the Hollywood Blondes can can make it, right? We can pick one, we'll watch one, we'll watch Raw, we'll watch Nitro, and then next week we'll watch the other one, and we'll compare the notes and we'll just talk about what we, like we, we always do, and we'll just talk about whatever we tangents we seem to go off on because um, we did, we talked about doing that for ages, we'll not do any particular research as to what show it is, we'll just pick one from maybe January February oh. when it's, just so we don't give one a few advantage, right, we'll just pick a random week um, we'll try and plan it out so there's no pay-per-view, so it's not as if we're putting the go-home show for the Rumble against something else um, you up for that? Yeah, and the other thing is also true as well. Is that I actually, on the other end, I actually enjoy some of the '99 WCW versus in the Ross. It's, um, it's it's strange. I don't know if I would go that far. Um, we'll get Sai because Sai pretty loves like pretty much he loves all the daft WCW stuff just before it was uh, it was going out of business. Um, from that time, I, I remember watching. WCW was on Channel 5. Did you get Channel 5 back in like 99, 2000? Yeah, because it, yeah. it used to be on TNT, but then before that, I was watching it in, in Blooming German and um, the old animal <laughs> satellite you'd got to DSF. Yeah. <laughs> one minute, one minute you'd, the German sports <laughs> channel, one minute you've got WCW, and then the next minute it's porn. <laughs> it was... That's like an ideal Friday night. No, yeah. it was um, like men and motors. They, <laughs> uh, they would have like there was like it wasn't even Nitro they showed on Channel Five. It was like WCW Worldwide, and they put like the old Batman Kapow and Boom and Buff and stuff like that over like the chair shots. 
out is like the product is bad enough as it is, and this just makes it a hundred times worse. Um, there's a there's a memory for anyone that was watching WWE Channel Five back in the early WC- 90s. WCW Worldwide was the one that you'd watch if you didn't have Sky, because that was like one o'clock in the morning and on a Monday, one o'clock in a Monday morning, about a month after it'd been shown the the US. I mean, that's where I started seeing, you know, Steamboat and Austin, Wyndham, Dustin Rhodes. 31 years ago, and he's still going strong. Um, um, and then they stopped it in 94, just as Hogan arrived. Um, and then you didn't have any WCW television until, I think it then appeared on, on TNT at about 97 or so. Uh, just the Cartoon Network on it? Yeah, yeah. But that's what we'll do. But next time, we can pick Raw or Nitro. You can pick your choice. We'll pick one, and the next week we'll do the next one, and we'll just compare the shows. And then I'm not going to cheat, right? I won't cheat. What we'll do? Oh, this was pretty easy because we know there's an 83 week streak. Um, But we'll see if we'll try and guess like what was the better show, what we thought was the better show, Um, what one. Like how big the difference was, and then we'll do we'll do that sort of some random watch along just to see if we can compare the quality. You can even do a Hall of Fame count. Hall of Fame count. Who's still involved? Count because quite a lot of the AEW wrestlers might be still kicking about. Could very well be, but this is I'm trying to think now of what legends they could get back for this Cardiff show. Oh, for the UK? Yeah. Um, would travel over? Would they get Cena? Mm, I don't know. I think Cena might be... I think Cena sort of maybe going to try and distance himself a wee bit and try and be known as a sort of fast and furious guy. He's, narr- um, he's narrating a booming sh- show on... the. That he's um, executive producer for. Cold Is that that? You know, four bad guys? Yeah. In fact, I might, I might chuck that on once we finish this because I'll have a long break from my 97 Apple. Um, I think of a legend, do get back? Who would it be? It's in Cardiff. Um, Maybe we could have a, a, a dream tag team return of Rob Terry and Mason Ryan. You know, I was trying to remember that, but he said Rob Thomas, we've seen him a guy with Simon Santana or something like that. Rob Terry. Um, was he not in TNA? Yeah. Um, he's like literally a, a world's strongest man sort of looking guy, but was... he was in he was in with yeah. Nick Aldis and the and uh, Doug Williams in the what was that, British Empire <laughs> faction. Freaking world elite and merged with the main event mafia and God knows. That's another pleasure. That time is TNA. I, um, I, I quite like the 2006 7 stuff, but Hogan and Bischoff come in and first night with like, the nasty boys and stuff like that. You're like, nah, you lads have lost this year. I like, um, I like the main event mafia stuff. Um, nah, I'm, I mean, I'm a the Mojo's in a long brilliant late, and then they sort of kidnapped him and put him in the back of a van or something, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. What channel did that used to be on? Was that Bravo that used to be on TNA? Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, off on a tangent. What, what else have you got? What, other, what is your other... We've got... We have got um, WrestleMania Backlash, as it's calling now, which is just basically <laughs> sequel matches from the, the, the main show. So we've got four matches booked so far. Um... Charlotte and Ronda Rousey in an I quit match for the the women's championship confirmed. Um Charlotte as a heel is absolutely fantastic. Um, Charlotte is the best woman they've got. Oh hundred percent. And if they've unified the men's titles it might be an idea just to unify the women's and I just let 
have more Charlotte. Probably when they've got a, they, they don't they don't have an IC like level or anything like that. Yeah, it's and 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 they are the raw one and the SmackDown one. And you should really have one as the the world and one as the the up and comer, which would then give you scope to elevate your your Liv Morgans and you know and gradually boost boost them up. Because right now, as a female, as a female, it's win the rumble and then charge the title. Yeah, that's the only real, you know, elevation they've got at the minute, or or the money in the bank cashing. But I mean, crikey, look what happened to Nikki Cross. Well, she she was part of that wedding party as well. I actually think I've seen her in the background. I still wearing her superhero get up. Yeah. It's um, yeah. I mean, Ronda's not exactly doing the best mic stuff right now. I, again, Ronda's one of these people. It's like you she's don't want to hear Ronda talk. Yeah, but she's done movies. She should have an element of training. Another one. We go back to ninety-seven. It's we, we talked about the last one where there's all this this dinner theatre interviews where I stand in the ring with the microphone, talk to the audience. Something like the old 97 uh, Raws that I've been watching where, you know, someone's in the ring getting interviewed with a stick person and on the Titan Tron, or as they call it nowadays, the Tron, appears the person that they're um, facing. Yeah. Which means you don't need to have the physical interaction. You don't need the music hits posed at the top of the ring. And, uh, I've got my microphone in hand because a lot of the interview sections segments now feel very samesy samesy um, it was possibly even better in the early 90s when it was just in a locker room with a telephone in the background <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so we've got uh, what are the matches you got for backlash uh, Cody, and, Cody and Seth are meeting again um, well, I think Cody wins that as well after their first encounter um the tribal chief is probably going to be facing Shinsuke Nakamura. He um, told Nakamura that he felt bad for Boogs getting injured at WrestleMania. And he was a forgiving tribal chief and gave him a nice big man hug, only for his um, cousins to super kick poor Shinsuke. Um, and the tribal chief has mandated that as he has two belts, that his cousins have to go and get the raw ones. So we've got RK Bro against the Usos, which gives us a break. Yeah. It it gives us a break from um, the Alpha Academy, Street Profits, RK Bro, weekly interaction. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, Orton has just completed his 20-year service. Um... 20 years of Orton, and I'm not bored of him like I was 16 of The Miz. I'll just leave that one out there. Um, and AJ Styles is going to face Edge again. AJ, obviously, with his new partner in crime, as he's. Eh, sorry, Edge with his new partner in crime as he rebuilds the brood. Uh, they're trying to do something that Damien Priest fell on. Um, he's really, again, that's a whole pod and people have been bought since they've come up to the main roster, no matter how over they were in NXT. Um, yeah, and, and it's not too long ago as a former US champion. Oh, classic this week on Raw, um, Theory, because he now doesn't have a first name, is now the US champion beating Finn Balor. And <laughs> they basically recreated the Bret Hart WrestleMania 10 victory um, party. With all the he was coming out and putting um, theory on his shoulders, <laughs> oh. uh, I I chuckled before he went up the top of the ramp to get a selfie with Vince. I mean, uh, I don't know what, what the deal is with this one name stuff. I understand bringing in like names for people that are coming in and new or whatever. But you don't want them to use their real names. Fine, I can sort of understand that. But the people that are already there, why, man? It works for some people. Bill Goldberg yeah. became Goldberg. Dave Batista became Batista. 
Ah, it, it's, it's fine, and like you can use that because that is their surnames. But I think some people stand out when you've got like Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Steve Austin, The Undertaker, and then Vader. So he he stood out, um, as opposed to when you've just got everybody. Um, doesn't stand out as much. Well, Vader had to uh, drop Big Van when he arrived in WWE. That's right. Um, but I just over into yeah <laughs> but we have to remain positive Kevin mm. WrestleMania was good encouraging signs with how Cody's being booked surprisingly um, it's how they then I mean he's obviously going to be going after the big one it's how he gets there you think they, would, they, would, they wouldn't give us that anyway um, so you wonder if they do that at SummerSlam. I always thought that Braun Breaker or Steiner, whatever you want to call him, would be the one to dethrone Roman, but Cody may be the guy. As if he can maintain this face momentum. I think Corny said this week, he's like, it makes such a difference when he just comes out him as opposed to Brandy. Nobody like um, Arn Anderson, who was always a heel. Um, and then all the other jobbers that they used to have with him. I think I think it also makes a difference that you feel that he's not booking himself. Yeah, it's almost an element that he's there on merit. Um, and if they keep on putting him with annoying heels and build them up stronger. I mean, I wouldn't put it past there being a Shane McMahon comeback just to keep him occupied and away from Roman for an, another month or two. Um, well, that is, that's a good, that's a good um, fella. If you, you know, look at the whole, my my father's done more in this industry than your dad, and win that, no problem. Yep, right himself. Um it's it's does he does he go down the money in the bank route? Um, it's almost like it's one of these ones where you, you're going to want this title win to be a big deal. So you're not you're probably not going to want a money in the bank cash in. No, uh, or I've if, always thought that was a heel thing anyway. Or if or he does it, he does it. Should always announce it. Or if he does it, he does it like Van Damme. You know, he announces. Yeah, I will be cashing in on this um, and that's when and I'm one, one on one I'm not good and the, the cop out the biggie uh, or then you, you you can look at it for money in the bank he gets he gets cost the title by uh, cost the briefcase by someone so that then gives him a distraction for a couple of months so you basically then get to the the rumble um, and uh and that's when you start your road to WrestleMania, if Roman's still got the belt, um, or if they or if they split the belts again, you never know. You never know what is in their their booking plans. Uh, and and you've also got Gunters came up. Um, he's on SmackDown now. So, or sorry, Gunter was known everywhere else for years and years and years as Walter. But they've changed his name. Of course they have. Um, yeah. I, I could be here all night more than the WWE name changes. Cesaro. Uh, who's the other one? There's some it's other famous ones. Is Cesaro totally away right now? Aye, he's away. He's um, resting up. I think he's registered like trademark that C S R O or something like that. Oh like like Enzo. Aye. Um I suspect he'll be in Tony's toy box soon. Well he's Again. got ROH pedigree as well. Um so yeah. we'll bring back him and uh Cassie's solo Chris Hero. Yeah. Might well do. Um we're, up, we're, we're approaching the historical cut season. Um, or roster trimming season and I tell you what I'm looking at that roster I can't find a great deal of um, fat left to cut there's people there's people I'd be glad to see but 
Um, aye, that's another point for another day of people who deserve to be cut from rosters because AEW is rather bloated right now. But like I say, that's a a pod for another day. Yeah, I suppose it's time to put a bow into this. So we will yeah, be back we'll next week. We will be back shortly. We'll have a Nitro and a Raw Classic. We'll have more historical melts or meltdowns. And we'll continue on our road to WrestleMania Backlash. Was a quite the thing media production.